Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. One of the scribes came to Jesus and asked him, which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, the first is this, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, well said, teacher, you were right in saying he is the one and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. The Gospel of the Lord. This fall, I'm teaching a class for deacons in formation at the seminary, and it's an eight-week class that focuses primarily on the Ten Commandments. Now, you might think to yourself, the Ten Commandments are pretty simple, and then maybe eight weeks is too much time to spend covering them. And it could lead you to ask, how can you talk about the commandments for so long? And in our weekly class that ends at 9.45 p.m., after I've been talking for about three hours, the folks in my class might also be wondering the same thing. How in the world can this dude be talking so long? Um, some of them are here this morning, so if you saw anyone nod vigorously, then maybe that was them. Um, but the thing is, there's so much to be revealed to us in those simple instructions of the commandments. Now, thankfully, some of the preparation I've had for class is going to help me with this homily. Sadly, it means what I want to be a three-hour class needs to happen in just a few minutes. So, better get started. Now, today's readings tell us to love God and to love our neighbor. And if we pay attention, we can see that loving God and loving neighbor are a summary and a New Testament fulfillment of the Ten Commandments. The first three commands are to worship one God, to respect the name of God, and to keep holy the Sabbath day. In other words, show your love to God. We're also told by St. Paul and reminded in the Catechism of the Catholic Church that the next seven commandments, don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't covet, are summarized in saying, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, it's easy to use the Ten Commandments as a very low bar. I might think things like, I haven't murdered anyone this week, check. Or I've avoided joining a pagan cult this week, what a good boy. However, Jesus calls us to a higher level. Don't simply avoid things on this list, love your God, love your neighbor. Since the reading from Deuteronomy and the gospel today include the famous Jewish prayer, the Shema, that focuses on love of God, I'd like to focus on the first three commandments. 
So let's consider our love for God in three questions. First, do we truly worship one God alone? Second, do we truly revere the name of God? And third, do we truly keep Sunday holy? So first, do we worship one God alone? We're told twice in scripture today, hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. This was given to the Israelites when they were surrounded by all kinds of strange religions and offensive worship. Moses shares this command as a clarifying statement. You have one God. There is only one God. Worship him alone. In the first commandment, words said to the Israelites, you shall have no other gods before me. Now, when people like the Israelites are surrounded by all kinds of strange religions, it makes sense to give a command like that. Does it make sense to give us that command in our modern circumstances? And I would say it absolutely does. Because we certainly have other religions around us tempting us to to disbelieve the one true God. And maybe even more so, we put all kinds of other things in our lives ahead of our worship of God. Think about the activity every day of your life. What happens in a normal day? How often is prayer part of your day? What percentage of your day makes up prayer? Does it even happen every day? Because how can we claim to love God if we don't even talk to him on a daily basis? Also, how can we claim to love God if we ignore him and purposely invest hours into sports or movies or other kinds of entertainment? Or do we work 60 hours a week and then spend only one hour a week with God at church? And what about our emotional dedication? Because I'll admit that I care about my favorite sports teams, like the Astros who are causing me pain, a lot more than I really should. And I have to constantly ask myself if I invest the same interest in God's spiritual victories. Now, the first commandment also means we need to take any kind of trust in superstition or magic completely out of our lives. Things like horoscopes, fortune-telling, Ouija boards, and belief in any kind of magical powers is an offense against the first commandment. Now, on the positive side, consider the gift we're being given. In the big, big picture of eternity, we're nothing. If there was a calculus teacher here today, they might tell us, that as time approaches infinity, the limit of our lifespan is zero. That's to say, God is the one that is significant. He is existence. He is eternal life. And he shares that opportunity to join him in eternal life with us. We're nothing on our own, but we have this chance to be infinitely happy. And for that gift, are we returning to God adoration, prayer, and sacrifice. So second, do we truly revere the name of God? The second commandment tells us, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. When I was first learning about the the, the commandments, my mom explained to me that this one means I shouldn't cuss with God's name. And that makes sense. However, the catechism reminds us that we're called to more. The second commandment prescribes respect for the Lord's name. We don't just avoid swearing with the words God or Jesus. We use those words with care and reverence. It might be easier to imagine 
this scenario in, a, in our daily lives if we think about a priest like Father Jesse. When you cross paths with Father Jesse, how do you address him? I would guess it's probably something like, good morning, Father Jesse. You're less likely to say, yo, what's up, Jesse? <laughs> and why is that? It's because you respect the man in his position and you show that by careful use of his name. Now, since our love and respect for God should be even greater, we have to make a tremendous effort to honor his name. Have you noticed that sometimes the clergy bow their heads periodically during the prayers at Mass? Because there are particular times when priests are supposed to nod in honor of reference to a God, to God or a saint. And for all of us, the Cardinal has asked that we slightly bow our heads when we hear the name of Jesus at Mass. And so that's an easy way to show our honor for God and obedience to the second commandment. In what other ways can you honor the name of our holy and almighty God? So third, do we truly keep Sunday holy? The third commandment tells us, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now Moses and the Israelites honored the Sabbath as a day of rest, just like God rested, but they also honored it as a remembrance of how God set them free from the slavery of the Egyptians. As Christians, we know that Jesus Christ died, then rose from the dead on Easter Sunday. That is, the resurrection of Jesus set us free from the slavery of death. Therefore, we honor Sunday as the Lord's Day. And let's be clear about the Lord's Day. As Catholics, we are required to celebrate Mass on Sunday. Except for serious reasons like health or other dispensations, we should be at church celebrating the Eucharist. The second reading this week, and for the past few weeks actually, has been describing the priesthood of Jesus Christ. He celebrated the one sacrifice that saves us, and he has instituted the priesthood that our priests here join in. At Mass, every week, priests represent the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus for all of us to participate in. God created this way for us to share in his gift. How can we ignore that God himself allows us to be part of the most influential moment in the history of the world? How can we come to Mass and treat it lightly? Think about the responses you make at Mass. When you hear the Lord be with you, when you say, and with your spirit, is it, does your response to all of those things in Mass reflect your love of God? Or is your response robotic and empty of meaning? And what do we do with the rest of our day on Sunday? Because God's not just forcing us to go to church and stop working. He's offering us one day every week as an opportunity to relax. The Second Vatican Council said Sunday should provide sufficient rest and leisure to cultivate familial, cultural, social, and religious lives. In other words, God loves us yet again by offering us some time off. What job in the world offers a 14% time off practice? Let's take advantage of that plan. So we have three commandments that call us to honor one God, to revere his name, and to regularly worship him. The call of these commandments fits so well with the homilies from last week as well. Father Jesse gave us a homily on actively loving. Father David reminded us to come and worship well, and if you didn't hear those, 
you can go to the parish podcast Beyond the Bulletin and listen to those. I would encourage you to do that. So this is a simple call to love God, not a list of checkboxes, though. Like I, like, I have a hard time fitting the whole story into my class. This call to love has layers to it. And the challenge that we're given today is to dig into those layers. Pick up a catechism of the Catholic Church and start with paragraph 2083. Read and learn what it means to follow the first three commandments. And then celebrate those commandments. Hear, O Saint Anthony of Padua Parish, love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. St. Anthony of Padua, 